Hello lovelies, welcome to another episode. I'm so excited to be sharing this time with you today or whenever you are hearing this, if it is not the Monday when this comes out. Today we're going to be chatting all about conscious perception to change your life and what that means, why this is valuable for you, and how it truly can transform your life in so many incredible ways. You may hear the thunderstorm in the background, but just a beautiful compliment to the episode, if you will. So first and foremost, let's start off with, I am going to be hosting a conscious relationship workshop on June 25th at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time via Zoom, so it's online. 100% of the proceeds are going to be donated to the Jamaican Association, um, our, a local charity here in Edmonton. And I'm really excited to be doing this because in lieu of Black Lives Matter, I wanted to do my part in taking the work that I do and the awareness that I have and the understandings and the techniques and create some sort of way to give back. And so... What better way to not only give back to a charity, but also to give back to yourself by learning more about your own conscious self, how to step into that, uh, how to apply it to relationships, friendships, partnerships, and uh, family members, and just in general in life. And this is going to be an introduction to what we're going to be diving into in the workshop. Um, and it's going to be an hour and a half live training. There's going to be a workbook as well that you receive, uh, as well as a replay. So there will still be access to this, even if you can't make it for June 25th. And you'll also get a guided meditation, whatever one comes through during that session, it'll be separated and it will be there for you to be able to enjoy afterwards. So the whole understanding, or I guess the whole idea behind teaching you more about conscious understanding and conscious perception and, and self-awareness is that ultimately at the end of the day, when you have a conscious mind, you're able to see your life so much more differently. You open up this channel to have deeper self-accountability and everything that unfolds in your life around you at every and all given moment in time. And the benefit is that you will naturally just live a life that is more free and happy because you're no longer holding yourself down to victim mentalities or um, unideal circumstances or traumas or negativity and you just see things in a much bigger brighter way even when things are unideal because let's not pretend like things like that don't happen but even when things are unideal you still have once you open up your consciousness you can't unopen it you can't unhear things or unsee things that you experience so same goes with your mind the more you become conscious in your life when things show up where you do want to, you know, kind of sit and wallow for that moment, and I'm not saying don't do that because sometimes we just need to do that, but you know how to get yourself out of that and you don't stay there very long because you understand the benefits of truly just being happy and living for yourself and changing the dynamic or, you know, stepping back and just letting things unfold and trusting in the universe or God to make things unfold the way that they are designed to be versus you take trying to take that sense of control and, and whatever's unfolding at that time. So 
Uh, if you do want to join us for the workshop, the link is going to be in the show notes to join. It's $27. If you'd like to donate something above and beyond that, um, you can always message me uh, at your lovely intuition podcast at gmail.com and uh, I will send you the link for you to be able to do so. Um, either way, you can sign up and join and join the workshop and learn all about consciousness, conscious within self, uh, conscious within relationships, and this is going to be a really transformational workshop, so I'm really excited to share this all with you, but um, otherwise you can find the link on my Instagram or on my Facebook page as well. So let's dive in to the episode. Hello, love, and welcome to your lovely intuition podcast. I'm your host, Riley June, medium and mentor. Through understanding my energy, intuition, and spirit, I have found the way back home to my soul, unlocking infancy in my life, relationships, building a six-figure business, and manifesting more in my dreams than ever before. I am here to help you deeper understand your intuition, why you're here, and what your soul is calling you to know so you can unlock those codes within you too. So take a deep breath in and let's dive into all things energy now. Okay, so let's start with what consciousness truly means. So by definition, consciousness means individual awareness of your unique thoughts, memories, sensations, feelings, and your environment. So really being able to pay attention to more than one thing at a time. When thoughts pop up, when feelings pop up, when sensations, um, your personal existence of your life and your environment. As soon as you start paying attention to something, now you are very conscious to what is happening, depending on what you're focusing on. Now, perception is a way of understanding or interpreting something. It is an, a mental impression. So when you take conscious perception and you apply them together, what you're doing is you are awakening, you are having the awareness of opening up to a new understanding of what you're perceiving. Okay, so today it's a rainy day. Now, in most cases, people would go about today feeling a little bit more dreary or tired or, or even maybe lazy. However, that is one perspective perspective. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to try and make this as clear as possible while using the difference between all the things that I'm trying to tie together. So that is one perspective. Okay. Which means that you have a perception of a day like today being dreary or, you know, t more tired or being lazy. Now, when you apply consciousness to that, you start to understand and to see that what you're doing is applying a negative point of view to something that is actually just very neutral. It being a rainy day is a very neutral element. However, my initial behavior or what I have learned or perceived before has taught me that days like today are more blah, right? But now with the consciousness, 
I can look at when my behaviors and thoughts are more negative or when I'm trying to attribute negativity to something that is neutral. And now I can look at it as, okay, how do I want to perceive this day instead? What do I want my perception to be overall? Well, today is going to be a rest and refuel day. It's going to be a self-care day. It's going to be a day of really just a day of loving my family and being more present with them than ever before. And so today what I did was we had some sunshine earlier and I went and I weeded the garden and I just really spent the whole morning outdoors. And now as it is raining and it's getting more cloudy, I'm feeling rested and I'm feeling instead like I am going to take this as time just to rest and to reflect. It's really fascinating to me because there's so many things that are happening at this time. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Pizzagate. I'm not going to go into what it is. If you don't know what it is, you can Google it for yourself. But I went down this rabbit hole of Pizzagate. And it's a really big negative spiral that just never ends. And so when you come up from something like that, so take life right maybe you're experiencing trauma or you've experienced something very deep in trauma in your past or maybe even right now maybe there's something super unideal that's happening for you or negative at some point you're going to have to come back to reality and come up for air now the beautiful thing and what i'm super grateful for is when i go down this downward spiral of negativity and i'm immersing myself in it I know and understand consciously what I'm doing. I'm very aware of my behavior, and because I've been working with my energy for so long, I'm also very aware of how my energy is being affected by this. So when I'm done watching or learning or researching what I am, and I come back to my regular life and all the things that I'm doing, I can be very consciously aware of how my energy has shifted and how it's that shift in my energy is attributing to my behaviors and the way that I'm acting and the things that I'm saying and the, the just the mannerisms and, and the way that I'm going about my day. And I can see how it's affecting my life as it unfolds in the next few days to come. So I've been doing this for probably about five or six days now. So now I'm back coming up for air and I've learned what I've learned and I'm going to let it be what it is. And I'm going to do my best just to bring conscious awareness and love to people more so than ever before. But um, anyways, so <laughs> I want to talk about it, but I just, I just don't feel like it's super appropriate. Um, you can look into it yourself and it's uh, not a conspiracy anymore. So I'll go that far. All right. So now I can bring conscious awareness to the way that I'm behaving and how my energy is being affected. So now apply this to your life, right? If you're going through something that's not ideal, maybe you're even just going through a big change in your life and you, you know, you're, uh, you're in that stage of taking a big leap of faith or a risk or wanting to, you're wanting to do something very drastically different. And when you start to do something very different than you ever have before, or you're in a, a negative situation or a traumatic circumstance, or you're trying to work through healing trauma from the past, you're gonna have to be immersed in what I like to call the mud, okay? You're immersed in the mud, and when you're in the mud, sometimes you get into these spots where you just keep sinking and sinking, and you don't know or you don't feel like you're going to be able to get up from it. You don't know how you're gonna get up, and you don't know 
who's going to pull you out? And sometimes the only person that can truly pull you out is yourself. And I really invite you to take with you from this that the only person who should ever pull you up is yourself. Now, that's not to say that you should never take help or ask for help if need be and necessary. Absolutely do so. But at the end of the day, it always comes back down to self-accountability. So when you're in the mud, it's hard to figure out how you're going to get your way out. But if you were standing on the shore before you walked into the mud, you could see that and you could be like, okay, I'm going to go through something probably pretty difficult and it's really going to open my mind and it's really going to challenge me to some things that I probably am going to be very uncomfortable with and I'm very likely not going to like it. But I know that on the other side of that mud is going to be some more land and I know that at some point I'm going to be able to crawl my way out. But when you find yourself in it and not even recognizing that you've walked into it in some way, shape or form, it's very difficult to be able to perceive how this could be good for you or have the conscious awareness as to how to shift your energy and your behaviors and your mindset while you're going through it. And in this episode, I'm going to help you, or I'm going to give you some tools as to how to help yourself or to shift your energies or thoughts or really tap into your thoughts, your perception, uh, while you're going through the mud in your life. So I'm in this, this research hole of negativity and I'm starting to understand that, okay, I'm seeing a lot, I'm hearing a lot, I'm learning a lot, I'm finding some loose ends and I'm finding a lot of connections to other bigger things and now I have to come back to reality I have to come back to my life I am a wife I'm a mother I have this beautiful business that I run that I share with all of you um, readings and trainings and all these incredible things but when my energy has been shifted that to that dynamic right uh, I have to be very consciously aware of how I'm taking that into my work and making sure that I am disconnecting from it because that's not what I'm about and I'm not going to bring things in my life or you know things that I decide to go off to research land and find out about. I can't bring that into the things that I do, right? So maybe you're going through something at home and you're wanting to disconnect and not bring it to work with you. So how do you do that without going down this um, spiral of, of, I want to say eventually, but like the spiral of taking yourself out, going down this wormhole of not being enough or not doing enough or not looking beautiful enough or whatever it is. How do you not do that while you're going through mud and still trying to figure out and navigate the rest of your reality. Well, the beautiful thing about negative circumstances, whether it's due to choice of research, (laughs) like me, or it's just unideal circumstances that show up in your life or trauma that happens whether you do or do not have any control of it. These things are here to help us grow. The shadows in life, the negative in life, help us to ultimately grow and consciousness allows you to perceive the way your behaviors your thoughts your mindsets your sensations the environment around you is adjusting and adapting to the frequency that you're on now likely when and most times when you're in something of negativity your energy is going to shift to that because negativity is like this wormhole of being of this 
density that is so easy to stay in because it's heavy so it's you just stay there whereas once you get to happy and love and acceptance and peace and joy and all these beautiful things they're very light and they're very airy and they're almost these euphoric concepts that you know who's actually like that who's actually just so enthralled and in love in their life and doesn't have anything bad happen ever well nobody because the people who feel like that and who live their life that way, they're very consciously aware of their perception that they carry in anything that shows up. And they took the shadows and the negativity of things that they've learned or the things that they've been through, and they've learned to accept and love these things for what they were. Accept them and loving them for what they were. So that when other unideal things come up, they can have the perception of, okay, this isn't as bad as this, or what is this actually going to teach me as it's showing up in my life at this time? And the consciousness comes from the ability, or the consciousness applies when you now have the ability to almost zoom out in your life. Now, in the Energy of You episode, I talked about remote viewing a little bit more in a rant <laughs> style. However, it still applies because consciousness allows you to remote remote view in your life where you get to zoom out and you get to look at different perceptions of how you're believing what is happening or unfolding around you to be true so um, I'll take uh, an example so um, me and my husband had um, had a really big conversation that started as an argument and it transcended into a bit of a disconnect because I went into this wormhole of <laughs> Pizzagate and I wasn't being very consciously aware of the life and the reality that I actually live. And so I was very enthralled in my phone and computer and research and conversation with another person that I've been um, looking all these things up with and uh, sharing information with another person who wanted to hear all about it. So I was really like stuck in this space. And so he had to kind of, well, he didn't have to, but he, you know, he loves me enough to break me out of these, this, this trap because it's dense, right? It's dense, it's negativity. So it's easy just to be in it and looking through it and all these things while understanding that I'm getting overwhelmed, but I'm so enthralled in all the things that I'm learning that I'm just getting sucked into this negativity. So he has this conversation with me about how, you know, you still have a reality, you still have responsibilities, this life is you know this life is what you you want it to be and you know it's okay to know about these things and it's okay to look these things up and do these types of researches but understand what you do need to know and what you don't actually need to know and so at first I was feeling um, I was feeling put off by that because I was in in a weird way I was loving what I was learning because it was really opening my eyes to how much how important my work is in the scheme of things but also how vast our understanding and perception of reality is and and though I say vast um, how many minuscule a lot of people's perceptions of reality truly are so we had this conversation and I didn't take it very lightly but knowing that I have this consciousness knowing that I have this ability to perceive my own behaviors and my energy it was almost more frustrating because where I wanted to stay in a victim mentality where it's like you know let me do my thing 
I knew how I was behaving and I understood the way that I was speaking and the things that I was doing and how it wasn't actually attributing to the betterment of good and society and just my frequency and my energy that I've worked so hard to cultivate at this point. And it helped me to really take some time to just step back and go back to routines and things that I have in place when I'm feeling overwhelmed or something super negative is happening, whether it be by choice or circumstance, going back to these things that I have in place so that I can fully accept and understand and then move through or move back into the frequency that I truly desire to be in. Whereas if you don't do a lot of self-discovery or a lot of personal development or um, you know, conscious understandings uh, for yourself, then that can be very difficult because it's kind of like a smoker who watched their parents smoke and then started smoking at a young age and smoked their whole life and all of a sudden wants to quit. Well, they're going to have a very difficult time quitting because they don't even realize or recognize why they started smoking in the first place. So they're doing it because of learned behavior and now they're doing it as a habit and now there's a sub, uh, an unconsciousness that is um, allowing that behaviors and those patterns to repeat for that person. So it becomes very difficult for people or for a person who is trying to quit smoking to do it because they don't have the conscious awareness as to why it even started in the first place. So for me, having the conscious awareness of now my behaviors and you know my choices, I really had to reevaluate, you know, what is this for? Why am I doing this in the first place? And how is this going to help me or even, you know, society or people that I am serving? And I went back to my list of things that I do when I need to reconnect or decompress or just get snapped back to reality. And so that looked like me really being more mindful about putting my phone down, about going outside and just connecting with nature, getting things done around the yard and around the home, uh, weeding my garden, which has been neglected. And we are being very mindful of really trying to um, create sustainable food in our life and grow it ourselves. And so those were things that were important to me. And then of course, playing with my children and just being more attentive to my husband and the conversations that we're having. And, um, and though I am not fully decompressed from everything that I've learned, I am really being consciously aware of how much time I am spending with even with work. So I even booked off a lot of time this week so that I had even more time to really just be mindful and to connect to, you know, my higher good and my higher self and these beautiful things because I know, because consciously I know that the perception and the view that I'm looking through at this time that I almost want to say that I'm rehabilitating myself from is, uh, is that it's not exactly what I want. And though I can't unsee or unlearn what I've learned, I can take what I've learned and I can transform the energy in my own way and I can do better because of it. And so I'm taking something like that and I'm really just deciphering what beautiful things can come from something so negative, right? What's, you know, you can sit and reflect right now at this time, what is something that you've experienced in your life that's, you know, really negative or has been very traumatic? And 
if you're just starting to do this work, this might be something that you want to do in a journal prompt and then make sure that you have something planned on the other side of this activity that brings you joy, whether that's seeing friends or family or, you know, going out and uh, spending time doing something in the outdoors or yoga or just something to move your energy afterwards is always good either way. But if you're just starting to do more conscious awareness stuff or working with your own energy, and you want to tap into this exercise that I'm going to lead you through, um, it's really good to have something in place at the end for you where you're moving your energy or going and doing something of joy. Now, depending on the trauma in your life that you're going through or going to, you know, um, what's what I want to look for? Re-experience. Um, it's not what it is, but I'm going to go with that for right now. So, you go through this period where you're going to re-experience or you're going to reevaluate. There we go, reevaluate your traumatic experience in life, an ideal circumstance, something negative that's happened in your life. Um, again, making sure that you have something positive on the other side. Now, it might be something very traumatic and you're probably not going to want to do something super loving and joyful, but making sure that you're at least going outside and moving your energy with a walk or a run just to get that out of your system as well. Because we want to, the shadows are important. The shadows help you to see and really, truly feel the beauty in life. But we don't want to stay in the shadows because the shadows are not the place where we transform, where we have a frequency of abundance and love and supportive relationships and all these incredible things, right? So we want to look at the shadows. We want to evaluate the shadows. We want to also evolve from the shadows, right? So, so you can sit and reflect with this now or you can do it as a journal prompt later. It's totally up to you. Um, I just keep wanting to say, make sure you have an outlet to move your energy afterwards. Okay, I'll leave that with you. I think saying it three times is <laughs> good enough. All right, so you're going to look at something super negative that's happened in your life. And I really invite you to ask yourself the question, what has this taught me? What lesson can I learn from this? What is my overall take on this? When you start asking yourself these types of questions, you bring this new consciousness to the circumstance and situation. Because now, instead of you being immersed in it, right, we've gone through the mud, so now we're out likely on the land on the other side. We're now being able to look back and look at the footsteps or the paths or the direction that that trauma or that mud took us through. And we can start to create a deeper understanding as to what we needed to learn in that or what boundaries came out of that or you know what betterment for ourselves came out of that now again depending on the trauma you probably might not feel very good relooking or reliving that experience however when you can start to bring this type of awareness to the most negative things or pieces or parts of your life you paint a new perception and once you paint a new perception, you open yourself up to acceptance. Once you have acceptance for something that's happened or transpired or is transpiring at this time, you make more room for you to be able to move the frequency of the negativity out of your energy more quickly. Now, we're not trying to bypass or to avoid the fact that these things have or are happening now. But we're trying to make more room so that we can truly live a bigger, better life because that's what it's all about, right? Like you can look at it this way. You are an ant in the universe. 
you a person standing on exactly on the earth exactly where you're standing today or sitting you zoom out of the globe right then you zoom out for the solar system then you zoom out for the galaxy then you zoom out for the universe then you go into other paradigms and universes because beyond our universe is multi-dimensionalism which means that there is various universes upon universes upon universes upon universes so if you think of it in the scheme of things that really traumatic thing that you went through and i'm not saying that it wasn't traumatic or it wasn't negative but it's really just a blink in time. So how long are you going to allow that to truly affect your life? And again, this comes with radical acceptance and this comes with an, a willingness to just truly want to feel better in life. And I say this from the experience of witnessing my husband go through two and a half years of, well, two full years, but the next following six months, so two and a half years, of recovering from four heart surgeries, where people who go through his type of circumstance has a heart surgery once, and then another one maybe 10 years later. And he had one every six months for two years. And in that time period, we also had a son who at four months old had a heart surgery. So these are circumstances where I'm not only becoming a new mother to my son, but I'm also in this relationship with this man who I had met only six months prior to all of this started happening, six being the number of power, um, <laughs> of course it is. But you know, these, these traumatic circumstances not knowing if my son and my stepdaughter were going to have a father, watching my husband basically die before my eyes and thankfully be revived, and just all these crazy things, like not ever knowing what the next day was going to be. Tomorrow is never truly promised. But I can look back on those circumstances willing to not allow them to define me. You know, they're a part of my story, yes, but that trauma doesn't define who I'm going to be. It's not going to be this victim mentality that I spin over and over again where it's like, oh, you know, pity me for almost losing my husband and my son and my husband has a severe heart condition where he really can only do about four hours of anything every day and that, you know, that puts more weight on my shoulders and you see how I'm going with the victim mentality, right? So I can look at that in that way or I can bring conscious awareness to the fact that these things did in fact happen and you know that's just is what it is but now I'm on the other side so how do I want to perceive my life do I want to shame or to you know feel terrible that he really only has four let's say maybe six hours um, of good energy throughout a day and you know we have three beautiful children that we raise together and I run this full-time business and I get to work with so many clients and I can either take that positive or negatively and I choose to bring the perception to the positivity that I get to do this from my home. I get to provide this lifestyle for us where he has the condition that he does and we don't have to worry about him going out and working and we get to have conversations and arguments where he'll call me on my shit and I'll bring conscious awareness to myself saying, you know what, Riley, this behavior is not that it's not unnecessary or the what you're doing is not unnecessary. However, the behaviors and the energy that you are bringing out of that is not necessary. So now you have to shift it. 
I don't have to, but I get to. Now I get to shift it because it's not going to serve me, my highest good, my family's highest good, my client's highest good, the world's highest good to be in a state of negativity, right? So I really take that time to evaluate when things come up, what am I really looking at here? What do I need to accept? What is the truth in all of this? Um, I'll give you one other example. So I've studied, or I've studied, I've, um, I've dealt with a lot of body dysmorphia my entire life. And I feel like any woman will resonate with this. Um, and now we're coming to find that even men do too. But so um, my entire life, I always felt like I was the fat kid. And that's not true. <laughs> I never was. There were times where I was definitely um, a higher weight than I probably should have been for my body mass. Also, um, not eating the best, so it being the way that it was. But then once I got out of high school, I threw myself into like uh, excessive exercise and super restrictive eating, and I lost a whole bunch of weight, and I felt really good. But I didn't really feel good because I would still look in the mirror criticizing the way that I looked, even though I was 25 pounds down from what I was. And I was my lowest weight I'd ever been, which was 119 pounds at one point. And that's kind of where I started to realize that, you know, life isn't, life shouldn't be about how much I work out or what I'm eating so restrictively and all these types of things. But I didn't have the conscious awareness to understand where that behavior and those patterns came from to begin with. Right. So I went through this from the age of 18 to honestly 27. I'm 28 now. I never really looked at my health any differently than, you know, I want to lose weight, so I need to go on restrictive dieting, and I need to excessively work out. And I have a wedding coming up, so I have to look super thin, and, you know, I'm going to present myself as a public figure, so I definitely have to look really thin, and I need to eat super healthy because that's the right thing to do, but it's like, but it's, it is, but it's not, right? So I had all these body dysmorphias in my life, or this perception of body dysmorphia, where I was always seeing myself as less than. I was never good enough in the skin that I have, or I was, my body never felt right. It was always, you know, negative, or I couldn't have this, or I couldn't have that, or if I ate ice cream, then I felt super terrible for doing it mentally, also physically, and never just saying, hey, ice cream doesn't make me feel good, so why do I continue to eat it, right? Like, that's a very obvious thing. We don't think about these things, because if we don't have the conscious awareness to understand the perception, the lens that we're viewing these circumstances through, then it's just this one thing after another where we keep spiraling or we keep circling in the same loop of, you know, okay, I'm going to get out. Okay, I'm not out. Okay, I'm going to get out. Okay, I'm not out. Okay, I'm going to get out. Okay, I'm not out. And it's, it's a never-ending cycle. So where I'm going with all of this is that, thankfully, because of this conscious understanding that I have, I now decide that every morning when I look at myself in the mirror, I look at myself and I just tell myself how lovely I am, how beautiful I am, how much I love myself, how amazing my body is, celebrating the fact that I was able to bear two children the way that I did and not beating myself up for the fact that my son had a heart condition or that my daughter came out and flatlined almost an hour after she was born and not blaming my body for this and not blaming me for this and just looking at the circumstances. So my ability to do that allows me to perceive things in a much bigger way. 
now I'm able to look at the way that my negative beliefs or my patterns and habits from my past, where they stem from, where they started from, how they affected me up until this point, and in the future when other things come up, having that perception and that awareness to be able to say, okay, where is this coming from? What is in fact actually true? What can I control? What can't I control? And being a lot more analytical with the circumstance, as if to detach myself emotionally from it for a few minutes, take that breath of fresh air, stand on the land on the other side of the mud and look at it and be like, okay, what do I need to know? And sometimes you got to get back in the muds and drudge your way through it. All right, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to do that while also knowing how to be consciously aware of everything that's happening at the same time. Sometimes it's easier said than done. However, once you are consciously aware, once you open up your consciousness and know that you can have multiple perceptions in any one experience, you can't unsee that experience. You can't unknow that. So it just makes everything so much easier, especially when negative things come up. When people, um, uh, a big thing that's happened for me is I like to share a lot of my bias or a lot of my um, learnings of what's really happening in the world at this time or the cover-ups or the conspiracies that are actually not conspiracies anymore. Um, but I like to share this. And so I, naturally I'm going to have to understand that there's going to be a lot of people who disagree with it, who can't, who don't want to see that truth, who don't know how to see that truth, who don't know how to start with that information and that that will in, you know, inevitably have some backlash. And I have to understand that that's going to be okay. If I'm going to be willing to open and sh openly share the things that I'm discovering, then I also have to be willingly open to take the criticism or the judgments that come with it. And I'm really grateful that my whole life I've kind of lived with this perception or this uh, a, a mental awareness, I guess, if you will, that I don't care what other people think of me. I just don't. Now, will I take criticism critically? Yes. But if it comes down to somebody judging me, I've never cared for that. I just never have. And so I'm really grateful to be able to say that because I know not a lot of people can or can say that. However, when you open up your mind, your consciousness, your perceptions in life, your view of any given circumstance, and you're willing to see things a new way, and you're willing to change and adapt and grow, and you're willing to rise above victim mentality, and you're willing to do things differently for the betterment of yourself, those surrounding you, your environment, society, the globe, however far you want that to go. Honestly, everything's energy, so in some way, shape, or form, there is a rippling effect that affects the globe equally. But you, you just transform. There's no like, you work out for six months, you lose 20 pounds, and then you're transformed. It's just, you just simply transform. Your mind is this incredibly vast and magical thing that merges two worlds into one existence, the energy and the physicality. And when you really open up your mind, you learn, you question everything that you see, you question the truths that are out there at this time, all of them, any of them, every single one of them. You question them, you ask questions, you challenge people. And when you challenge people, you not only help them help you 
understand and learn what you're wanting to perceive or to see or believe, but you're also helping them to think more critically. Now, people don't like to be challenged, especially when it's on their beliefs or their bias or even their values. However, that kind of goes into its own whole thing. But when you're just applying it to yourself, you challenge yourself to see things in a bigger way. You challenge yourself to step out of the belief system that you're in and really look at why you're there in the first place. So that if you do want to quit smoking, you understand where these behaviors came from and then quitting doesn't seem so difficult. You have a deeper understanding as why you do it in the first place and now all you're doing is trying to break the motion or now you're working towards breaking the motions or the habit versus the mentality and the, the subconsciousness behind it, right? So, I just wanna see if my guys have anything else that they wanna share with me. Okay, I, hopefully I kept on track pretty, pretty much like I anticipated too. Um, I just got interrupted by a spirit, so <laughs> um, that tends to happen a lot lately. The other beautiful thing with conscious opening up your conscious mind is that you get to perceive the magic in life. So you get to see when your spirits are around, either through your mind's eye, in your dreams, or physically, because that happens too. Um, but you, life just becomes much more magical you see the vibrance in life you have self-accountability in all ways shapes and form and naturally that just helps you to transform yourself entirely with the weight loss I've lost more weight easier than I ever have before without limitations or restrictions or excessive um, working out I feel better in the clothes that I'm wearing. I shop for my size and I don't worry if I'm a small, medium or large anymore. I just put on whatever I want to actually wear because, or whatever size actually fits me. Because the thing about women's clothing, which is also crazy to me, is that if you look at the way things are sized, like those are, I really don't feel like those things are sized accordingly, right? Like I'm pretty sure we can all agree with that right now. And then we feel bad that we're a large versus a small, where it's like, no, my body fits that size large, but that doesn't mean that I'm a large person. That just means that that clothing is labeled large, and so that's what I'm going to wear. But it's that perception piece, right? So it's like, how do you want to feel when you go shopping? How do you want to feel when you eat? How do you want to feel in your relationships? How do you want to feel in your life? Are you being, are you taking self-accountability are you having the conscious awareness? Are you open to having more conscious awareness to perceiving things from all angles so that you can really decide from all points of views? My throat chakra is feeling like it needs a deep rest. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could really just go on with this topic forever, but I'm gonna give you back your day. We're going to be diving into consciousness of self we're going to be applying it to um, relationships, uh, self-point of view, and self-love because those are the most important things when it comes to truly transforming your life. And if we want to get rid of these things like racism, discriminations, um, governmental oppression, uh, systematic depression and oppression, 
We have to start transforming ourselves from the inside out because that's where we transcend time. That is where we transcend our own mind. That is where we step into a deeper frequency of learning and understanding and connection beyond the matrix of our phones. Um, I'm, I said that I was going to do a episode on dreams, um, but I'm doing some learning about dreams. So I'm going to hold off on that one for now. Uh, but I am going to do an episode on uh, teaching you about the matrix. Are you stuck in the matrix? That's a really interesting thing that I've been discovering and learning about. A big part of that comes from our ability to, or not our ability, but our mentality around comparisonitis, if you will. Anyway, so I will get into that in another episode, but if you'd like to join the workshop on June 25th at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, if you can't make it, a replay will go out, so you still get to be a part of it. It's $27. We're going to be tapping into all things about consciousness of self so that we can transform the conscious relationships in our life and have more conscious relationships that are full of love and support and understanding where when you're doing things that are triggering other people or that are creating a negative um, frequency, you're not um, as reactive to people calling you out or being more analytical with criticism and just really coming back to self-accountability. And then you get to have beautiful divine friendships and partnerships where you, you communicate with each other where we're not spending all the time on the screens or on the phones or watching TV and we're actually just getting back to getting to know each other. We grow so much every day. You truly do learn something every single day. And so to be able to take that and to apply it in your relationship and just be more present in your relationships, naturally you're just going to be happier. Naturally you're just going to feel better. Naturally you're just going to release more dopamines that make you happy and the abundance isn't a thing that you focus on so much anymore you celebrate it as it comes you celebrate it when your money goes out you celebrate life and all the things that it holds and when the unideal shows up you look at it from the land you look at it with all perspectives and you go through it but more importantly you grow through it versus feeling weighed down by whatever it is that shows up or has in the past. So the link to that is going to be in the show notes. I'm really excited to be teaching you all about these kinds of things so that you can truly transform your life from the inside out and life for you gets to be more fulfilled, more in joy, and more in love than ever before. All right. Uh, make sure to screenshot this and tag me uh, with your takeaways, what you enjoyed. I would love to see that. Uh, on Instagram, or if you just want to send this to somebody who you know could really use something like this episode at this time, that counts just as much too. All right, sending you so much love. Don't forget to find the magic in today. <laughs>